Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the CrazeCast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you closer to the action. My name is Roxy and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jane Amber. Hello! <laughs> to keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube The Craze. Before we begin, we'd like to give a big shout out to our patrons that help make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, Mian, and Brianne for their support. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash craze magazine to check out all the great perks we have for our members. So guys, what the fuck is happening in the K-pop world this last month? Girl, I can't even begin. I, I really can't. Like, we got everyone and their brother being called out for a bullying scandal. We got the Spotify thing. We got the racist German radio host. There's like a ton of stuff happening left and right. It's like, my fucking God. All right, so we got to start with one. Where where are we starting <laughs> this discussion? Start with the less controversial one. The Spotify cacaoem situation. So okay. how did you guys hear about that? Because how I saw it was because of Tableau. I woke up to the timeline on fire. That's how I found out. I don't remember what I was doing, but like I got onto my main Twitter and somebody said something about it. I was like, you said what? What? (laughs) And then I saw what Tableau said. Like for me, I saw what Tableau saw. Like I saw his tweet and then I went into Spotify and I was just like, oh shit, you're right. Like I can't find his album, but I didn't know that at the time, I thought it was just Epic High's album that got wiped. I didn't know that a lot of artists like we're missing from the platform. See, I feel I feel extremely old because I've never given up the habit that I had as a child, you know, back when you used to illegally download shit off LimeWire and Napster and keep all of the stuff on like your own hard drive. So I do that. I buy albums now and keep them on my own personal iTunes because I was terrified that something like this was going to happen. And then it did. And I was like, I was right. I did it right. Shout out to K2M blog <laughs> back then having all the audio but um like it's just it sucks because it's just like spotify is my main platform for streaming like or listening to anything like it's just not k-pop and to see like a big chunk of this genre that i do listen to gone it's like oh man i just can't go into that artist that i'm feeling for that day or time now and be like oh they're out their stuff is here never mind now it's the struggle of like what platform to choose i have an entire list of stuff that disappeared that day some of this might be re-added um i don't frequently use spotify because i'm in korea so i use melon um all right are you ready because this is going to kill everyone as we go down the list and by the way i'm going on spotify now to check if anything is back okay way kim Suk, the boys d1ce bb minso iu victon pink fantasy epic High, cherry bullet lucy stacy cl g friend jungjin woo um bogon four paul kim dkb maddox twlv i won't pronounce that right i'm sorry moon punch d crunch sf9 wjsn golcha weki Maki, weekly some of luna's songs are missing uh yongyeon one we hnd hwasa card sis vix vinchen dreamcatcher it keeps going guys orange caramel punch nello astro lovelies hugak 
Jenyeer, Kim Sejong, Rafi, Brave Girls, Justice, Gwangil Joe, Hedi, Hansamu, Inoi, Groovy Room, Linda G, Kang Jae-won, One Team, Rocket Punch, One the Nine, and Flying, Cho Wan Song, Yundu Jun, Soyu, Uho, Biu, Injimin, Changmo, IZ, Dalshabet, Rainbow, Stella Jang, Hinapia, Ijong G, Taeyeon, BSS, C Clown, Young Jay, Ovan, Kine, Orly, Jung Sewoon, Monster X, Jijin Suk, Jesse, Villain, Phantom, Lime Soda, I, Ion, Sam Kim, uh, Beast, Huda, BY, Yoongyun, ANS, Yaram Son, Momoland, Im Hyunil, Jion, BI, Kristen, MCND, Mamamoo, Hyuna, Dreamno, MC Mong, Only One of, Yanu, Bar Minyu, Hin, Pentagon, Gaho, Songi Han, Kisum, Peak Boy, Jinsu, Elvis, Sumin, Jungle Hoon, Juni, Yunwa, After School, Poetic Narrator, Ishian, One Us, Elas, Cravity, Gary Boy, Jun, Kim Sung Yu, Bay, 173, Moonbyul, DPR Live, When, Ua, Hyoden, Kunz, Drippin, Janabi, Duke J, Zico, Pulik, Duyang, Forum 5, Unsung Ung, Swan, Susan, Baekayan, Bandage, Imsalong, A Week, Minu, DL, Woods, uh, some of Woods songs are gone, not all of them, Jung Ki, um, Jijong Day, 109, Tiger JK, Russo Jung, Secret Number, A Pink, Moon Jung Up, Yellow Fanatics, and I know our boys Mont are missing. Okay, this shit is personal because they took SF9 and Punchnello. Uh, meet me in the back, Cacao M. I got something to say. <laughs> And there is like back and forth about everything. Like Spotify says one thing and Kakao M says another. And so there's a lot of conflicting things. And there's like, there's talk of lawsuits. And I think, let me double check. But I think what I was seeing is that DPR is launching a lawsuit. Good. Uh, Get I in mean, there. Yeah. Like I, it rings true to what Tableau said. It's just like, it's when these things happen and it's the fans and the artists themselves that get hurt the most because that's how you connect to each other it's the music itself and i mean some of the epic high songs i believe that uh their latest album is back up um who did i see i think i saw yonha you i don't know how to pronounce her name yunha um the solo artist um i saw something where she's slowly trying to get her music back onto the platform um i know some artists are i believe p nation artists got their some of their music yes, back they're back um and then like time and time again i'm gonna say it like I use coming back and like if you search her up there's nothing except her collab with Zico soulmate is left on on Spotify and that's not even technically her song it's Zico's the thing about it too is the ones that are getting re-added back they lost all of their streaming numbers Mm -hmm. so you know they're back at zero which kind of sucks but what really infuriates me about it is that a lot of these smaller groups like for example Mont the way that they can even yes the way that they can reach any audience is via you know this outlet and that's like really the only way they can do it so a corporate issue between two very very large companies with a shit ton of money is getting in the way of allowing people that don't really have that opportunity to reach bigger audiences. So that's what I find particularly infuriating about it. All right. So here is what they said. The official statement from Spotify said, due to the expiration of our original licensing agreement with Kakao M on March 1st, 2021, we are no longer able to provide its catalog to fans and listeners all over the world. We have been making efforts in all directions over the past year and a half to renew the global license 
licensing agreement so that we can continue to make Cacao M's artists' music available to fans all over the world as well as our 345 million listeners in 170 different regions. However, in spite of this, we were not able to reach an agreement about reviewing our global license. Um, when we said that this whole situation doesn't have to do with the fact that Spotify just launched in Korea. And here is what Cacao M said. Unrelated to our pre-existing global licensing agreement with Spotify, Cacao M has been separately negotiating with Spotify regarding a domestic contract for the supply of music. Unrelated to the domestic contract we are still negotiating, we separately received notice of the expiration of our license on February 28th, and we requested a renewal of our existing global contract. Due to Spotify's policy, they must proceed with the domestic and global contracts at the same time. Our global contract has currently expired. We are currently continuing our negotiations about the supply of music so from what cacao m is saying is they're like it's fucking spotify's fault i know that like they're saying it has nothing to do with spotify launching in korea but i just don't believe that like i'll just be straight out i think it does have to do with that me too because it's just like they had the same issue when i when apple music came to korea and the thing about that is like, I know Cacao M is like, maybe, I don't know if they're the biggest, but they're one of the biggest corporations coming out of Korea. And like, it makes sense to me on a business scale that they would want people to use Melon instead of Spotify. And therefore all of this started happening. But I'm also if not an expert. If you want the foreigners in Korea to use Melon, make Melon a global platform that uses more than just Korean. Because it is really confusing to navigate if you do not have more than a minimum understanding of Korean. I remember I did um, before we had like K-pop on major sites here in the United States. When uh, BTS's Wings came out, um, I wanted, this was like the only time I ever did the streaming thing. I was like, oh, I'm going to help stream. So I'm going to get a Melon account. And what the fuck? It's so hard. (laughs) Can you guys correct me if I'm wrong for my understanding? Melon got rid of their ranking, right? They changed it towards like the 24 hour charts versus real time charts. Got it. But still, the point is that Spotify is a direct competitor, technically. So corporations don't like direct competitors to their own stuff. And I think that it's um, doing this is kind of difficult, though, because it's going to target the industry in a way that is going to set a precedent for a lot of companies to be like, you know what, fuck you, we're distributing our own music. I don't know much about music distribution myself. I'm not very business savvy in that sense. But my understanding is that Cacao M has such a chokehold on the distribution, like the whole, what's the word? The distribution like channel that at least they think that they can sort of manipulate things the way that they want to. See, Cacao M actually bought Melon in 2016. So they control nearly 40% as well. This is a thing that should surprise no one, but also everyone is that um, in 2020, the top 400 Korean chart, Kakao M controlled nearly 40% of it. Yeah, and that is bananas. What do you think this is the precedent that's going to set for artists in the future? I mean, like looking at it, it's just like something like what you said earlier. It's like it's going to lead to some of these companies or even these artists like, I'm going to distribute my own music. And clearly something's working like, like the big three didn't get wiped. Like you still see YG, you still see SM and JYP. All their music's primarily intact for the most part. And then, of course, Big Hit is Big Hit. (laughs) But see, that's the thing is that if you have money, then you 
can easily distribute your own stuff. But if you're from a smaller company and you don't have the resources, you have to outsource that to find a way to reach a bigger audience, which is where the problem lies. And the fucked up thing about this whole situation is that the negotiation is over pennies. It's over pennies. And like, it's the artists and the fans that get hurt the most by this whole situation. Can we, I talk about that real quick, just because like, yes, it's pennies. And then like, there was even a debate that I saw going on. Well, it's kind of a good thing this happened about Spotify, because guess what? They don't pay their artists that much. Um, YouTube music and Apple music is better, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not trying to say that none of like, they like part of it is like, well, it's still an avenue of income for these artists. Like, yes, be out on all the platforms that you can and earn your money, you know, but like, if you take one platform away, that's, that's still, you know, income for these artists, even if it was a small amount that they do pay out to their artists, it's still something about better than nothing, in my opinion. It's a hard industry too. It's a hard industry to make money in and it's a hard industry to make a significant amount of money in. So, you know, it's a select few that are able to sort of control their own situation as in like the big three because they have the resources to do so, but that's not extended to everybody. So there are going to be artists that are making less money that need that extra, even if it's, you know, it's a give and take. It's a business thing that not it, that's not easily understood without like a lot of training in it. And it's it's not black and white. You know what I mean? You can't just say, oh, they don't pay them enough. It's not fair. It's like, well, maybe it's not, but it may be the only option we have, you know? I remember that I actually talked about what platforms pay their artists um, that stream on their platform and the cost per stream. You would not believe who pays their artists more per stream. And it is not like out of um, the normal streaming services, Spotify pays the least. Um, I'm gonna let you guess, which music streaming service pays artists more? I would assume it's one that doesn't have as much reach as Spotify or Apple Music. Isn't like, I think it's Tidal, isn't it? Tidal's in the third spot. Damn, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. Amazon Music. Oh, well, look at that. Kind of kind of keeps my point though, because I don't know anybody that uses Amazon Music to stream stuff. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I use like, I have a Prime account, but I don't like dabble into like the Prime like TV or the music, but I keep getting those constant emails like, you know, you have unused benefits, use it. So to kind of explain this, I actually talk about this in my fan advice article from like, I think it's been like six or seven months. It's called supporting your faves um, when promotions on. I break down what it costs. So per 1000 Spotify streams, artists only get like $3. And that is split between the artists and their company. So in reality, an artist gets like 50 cents. That's kind of why I don't like the streaming culture. You know, how like the latest like generation of K-pop fans are like, you need to stream this constantly. I'm like, I get it, but I don't want to. Like, I don't, I'm not about it. Oh, I definitely agree. I'm just like, when did numbers become a thing? Like, have we always been concerned about streaming numbers? Like, I no. don't remember. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, not when I started in this, in this hellscape. No, we did not. And that wasn't that long ago. Ooh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like, when did it actually start? Because like, obviously, like, me and Amber have been fans, you know, for a long time. And it's just like, even then, it's just like, if you think about it, like when we were when BAP, like was at their prime, like we weren't really like thinking about the numbers. It's just like, when can we get them the next music show win, you know, and like, how can and we promote them the parts over the years too? Yeah. 
I want to say it happened with BTS, honestly, and not not to say that in like an antagonistic kind of way, but there was a period of time when BTS was not given as much attention as like groups from the big three and armies had a chip on their shoulder about it. So people kept being like, get more views on the, you know, the music video, stream the songs on Melon. Like that's kind of when I saw it starting to happen. The whole fans. Okay, so... We can go into this about like unpopular when we have a future episode coming up. Um, but the whole my group isn't treated well by the general public. Do you know how many groups debut each year that don't get attention? Like, look at our boys, Mott. <laughs> look at um, Stella Jong. You know, half the time people didn't know that Stella Jong, who's French Korean, was the one that made the I could be red. Or I could be yellow. The song that went viral on TikTok, they don't give her enough attention. There's tons of groups that debut each year that don't get the attention and their fans are like, are like, we're being mistreated, da 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 da. That could go into like a whole other realm of, uh, what's the word? Selfishness or just being blind to anything that's not about you or your faves. <laughs> but I don't exactly. feel like getting preachy. That's a mood. But there's just there's just so much happening. And so I hope that they figure out Cacao M and Spotify quit fighting over pennies and figure their shit out because there's tons of K-pop fans that really just want to listen to music. I'm just going to sit here and uh, advocate the old school way of downloading all your music and keeping it on a hard drive because I don't have a problem with what happens and I still have access to all my music. So (laughs) I think, go ahead, Amber. No, you go because mine like extends the discussion. Oh, well, like, I guess it's more like I'm thinking of, I'm sure that eventually we'll get a solution to what's happening. But I think now it's an opportunity, like maybe really do invest if you have the time to invest in buying physical albums or maybe finding a platform. Like if, like, I hope for Spotify to come back, but in the meantime, like looking into what platforms that you find best. You know, so it's just like, I think it's an opportunity for fans to figure out, okay, like this sucks, but okay, let me try something new. That way we can still find some sort of support for our favorite artists, you know? It's, it's crazy. And I think this could be an answer to this that maybe companies could look into is uh, SoundCloud is adding a setup to where it's like fan supported releases. Like you pay money for access to certain things. And I'm just like, maybe that could be a direction. Cause I know for a lot of us, our groups, like our rappers in our groups release music on SoundCloud, but some of these releases we no longer have access to could find their way over there. The next what the fuck is happening in K-pop moment. (sighs) Do we want to begin to unpack the bullying? Do we? Because there's a lot of differing opinions on this one for sure. Sorry, I was talking and my mic was still muted. Um, At this point, it's kind of like, okay, who's going to be announced next? Because at this point, expose them all. But at the same time, like, I feel like a lot of this is coming as opportunity bait. See, that's well, what I'm worried about. Because the thing the thing that bothers me about these bullying scandals, and to be fair, I have not done like extensive research into the claims, but every time somebody capitalizes on something, so let's say whatever the first one to come out was, 
everybody else is going to come out of the woodwork and try to get that same level of fame and recognition. And the problem with that is that if those claims are false, then people are not going to believe them when they happen. Do you know what I mean? So the problem with like people who make them up and it turns out not to be true is then as time goes on in the future, nobody's going to believe when it happens anymore. So as these were unfolding, I was like, this seems a little bit ridiculous that there's so many of them. I, I'm sure that there are claims that are true, but at the same time, like how far does it go? And on top of that, um, kids are fucking assholes to other kids and that's like universal. So just because like a person didn't like you doesn't mean they're a bully. If they were actually, you know, like physically and or like verbally assaulting you, then yes, they are. But like, just because somebody ignored you doesn't mean that they're bullying you. And I feel like there's, there's a distinction here that people are not necessarily making or they are exaggerating. I think a lot of it comes from the, um, there's just like a, it's, it's a culture that's trying to be changed. Um, and this is just stuff I'm talking from experience. I'm not Korean. I am not an expert on Korean culture. This is just experience from living in the damn country. Um, the like hierarchical expectations. And I'm sure you guys might remember the guy who threw a fit on the airplane over peanuts. Do you guys remember that story? Vaguely. Like those in power feel like they can um, manipulate or bully people or like be awful humans to people lower than them. That's true. There is, and it's not just like a single culture. I think that's just like humanity all around. There's always going to be people like that. Shall we go down the list that oh, is so far? <laughs> I was gonna add real quick um not to say like yes expose them but also like what I said earlier it's just like when I meant who's next expose them all it's just like okay like it's kind of like there's so many coming out it's like it kind of doesn't come as a surprise however let me just quickly add for those who really were hurt and were bullied like no you like take these seriously but like come on like if you're trying to get your 10 minutes of fame like, okay, you're, you're getting it done. And then, but look at what, for these people who are innocent and now you have their reputation being ruined because everything, like believe, of course, believe the victim, but also take the time to understand the facts and like, did it really happen? And like, take time. And then, I don't know. It's just, it's so hard because it's like, it's difficult. Cause it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought at this point. It's just, yeah, yeah. There is so many people that have been attacked in things. Like the one that we know it's like mm, about is Kim Ji-soo, the actor, which breaks my heart. I know we had just been talking about how much we wanted him to have like a first lead. And then I, I started watching the drama where he was the first lead and it was the best thing. And I'm like really upset that all of this is happening. Like if he actually is a terrible person, I'm very upset about it. Cause like, like he apologized for his actions and more and more people were coming out that he was like a horrible person. There's like issues of like sexual assault. I believe his company denied those rumors, but you know, you know how it goes. Right. But also it also hurts me cause like his best friend is Namju Hyuk. Please don't No, be no, no, no. Please no. I don't want <laughs> I'm having a crisis. <laughs> Please don't tell me he's bad too. I don't want it. And then like on top of just disappointing, it, remember it's not our place to forgive these people who come out and it's true. It's not our place. It's those who were hurt by these people who are bullies and have hurt people. But it's just like, it sucks. It's just like, damn it. I was rooting for you. And then this. <laughs> 
I think that the reason this is all so believable too is like there's a universal standards that humans have where people that are attractive get away with way more shit than they should. Do you get what I mean? Oh, 100%. Because like when I was bullied in school, I was bullied by the popular pretty girl. And like when my mom went to her mom and was like, your child is abusing my child. Her mom was like, she would never, she's a total angel. Like people who are good looking, people overlook the bad things that they do, which is why like part of me does believe that the people who are saying these things about the bullies are telling the truth. Because if you think back to, you know, when we were kids and all the people who are pretty are popular and they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. Like it's just, it's just something that happens, but that doesn't mean that every person that like becomes famous or that is pretty is like a bad person either. And the whole reason why it felt like everyone was coming out with things time and time again on the same day was the fact that y'all know the neighbor real-time search, right? Yeah. Yes. They were getting rid of it. So are, are you subscribing to, to this theory, this uh, conspiracy theory about it? It's not a conspiracy theory. I'm not a conspiracy theorist about this. It's the fact that that tab is very powerful. And I think that people um, panicked because people who are problematic can get rid of things super fast and like sweep it under the rug because you don't see that tab anymore. And you don't see that that information anymore when you log into Naver. And so people are like, fuck, we got to get this out before the, uh, the idol can just get rid of it. And so... It just came left and right. I did see some stuff on social media about people theorizing that all of this coming out was like, it's a little a little wacky government conspiracy thing, but it was like to deter attention away from some government shit that's happening just to like, so people are distracted, you know, but like the yeah. internet spawns shit like that all the time. Yeah, that's like, that's what I saw going around too. And I'm just like, you know, I'm not in it. I don't know, but it does seem a little weird that it's now all happening at once and it's because you get rid of that tab like i just opened neighbor and that tab isn't there anymore so let's talk about some of these specific ones because i find the list particularly interesting um the first one that catches my eye is kihyun um because <laughs> if you know anything about monster x kihyun did not have a good uh reputation as a younger person like he right when like they debuted like there were pictures that came out of him like being delinquent like so and he th- we been new about it but the fact that the bullying claims that came out are the same ones that came out in 2015 i know that's why i think it's so funny it's like this is not new information <laughs> like so it's just like my my god what the fuck what the two people that i think of that have been hit like the most about things is hyunjin and mingyu so this isn't the first time that stuff has been said about Hyunjin, though, has it? No, it's not. But at the scale of things. But I'm also going to say stays did not help the situation. I mean, is there any way to help a situation when stuff happens? You know what I mean? That's true. Um, but the whole thing with it comes from, like, bullying is an awful situation in school in Korea. But then again, bullying does happen all around the world. What bugs me is it's being brought up now. When these young 20s are living their life 
with money in their pocket. See, that's the thing that about the whole bullying scandal, quote unquote, that rubs me the wrong way is that like kids make mistakes. When kids are young, they do bad things and that's how they learn. So what we should be concerned with is repeated patterns of behavior, not like this person was mean to me in middle school. Like, yeah, I mean, we were all fucking assholes when we were 14. That's just what happens when you're 14. But like, if they're still mistreating and abusing people, then we have an issue. But if it's like an isolated incident, they probably have grown out of that. At least I would hope they have. I agree. Um, I was looking through, there's a great Reddit thread, guys, that condenses all of this information from across the internet that we're taking a look at. Um, Chu from Luna was accused. Um, that was for- fucking wild. Yeah. I can't fact- believe that one. <laughs> First of all, it's Chu. Chu is like the most bubbliest human that I have ever seen. Like you look at her and you get a cavity. And apparently she apparently had like bullied or like made students like outcasts and that she stole things. Um, and the fact that the accuser posted and said that like, oh, she exaggerated her claims and that her memories had became different because she wasn't on good terms with Chu. So part of me is like, how many of these bullying claims are coming out of middle school petty grudges? Right. And that's where it doesn't really have a place when you're in your mid-20s anymore. But again, just want to say, like, we don't condone bullying at all. Like, we don't. Like, it's not cool. It shouldn't be happening. It should be handled at the time it is happening not brought up 10 years later but the whole thing about it which really bothers me is like we have the situations like Jimin from AOA right like that's a legitimate bullying thing because she was mistreating a member she wasn't like they weren't in fucking middle school like this was happening at the moment that's a problem I'm trying to think of what to say and I'm just like damn it I like I'm drawing a blank to be honest just because it's just like bullying sucks and then I kind of want to attribute it to is just like it doesn't help that like while I I do think like having it in the media is important because it needs to shed light on it when we see dramatizations of these dramas like sometimes it's like people can get ideas from that too so where do we draw the line of bringing awareness to the situation that bullying is happening because you see it a lot in a lot of k-dramas you know especially with the young adult high school type, you see a lot of it. And then where do you draw that line of like, okay, like, yes, it's happening. Let's bring awareness, but also like, let's stop giving these people ideas. Right. There's a, there needs to be a line. And I feel like there's not one because people are so quick to either defend their idol completely or to disgrace them completely. There's like no in between. I really like everyone knows I'm I, like I go hard in the paint for Stray Kids. If there is damning evidence like like actual evidence that isn't he said she said about a bullying or like harmful situations then I am completely here for whatever consequences Hyunjin face. But right now, like with his situation, there's a lot of he said, she said, and no one really remembers the situation properly. So I don't know what I'm supposed to leave. And that's what I think makes the whole, makes everything so difficult is that like, there's not solid evidence. It's memory. And, you know, they've done plenty of studies where your memory gets fucked. Like you think you remember something perfectly, you don't. Like it's not a reliable source. So if there's not concrete evidence, it's much harder to take a strong stance in general because you don't want to condemn the innocent. Right. And I think also it's like, when something happens to you, 
like what no matter what kind of trauma you have faced you're going to remember it because you have that trauma and you're not you're going to remember it in the way you want to remember it in a way right and, it's not objective right it's very subjective and like it goes back to that he said she said and when we have things that are coming out like i'm all about like if you, you're going through something express it say it you know don't hold it in because that can hurt you in the long run and um you know with these things with these allegations coming out years later it's kind of like how can you gather the evidence properly and you know but also i'm all for it let's talk it out okay, what did happen? What are your side? Here's my side. How can we make things work so that, you know, there's some sort of consensual like agreement, like, you know, and that a formal apology, but also at the same time, is an apology enough? Like how far are you willing to take it? And it's this whole thing, so many questions to navigate. I was just looking through um, all the um, accusations and like Hyanna's, Hyanna's goes all the way back to the fifth grade fifth grade and what a lot of people don't realize is uh Hyanna started working at eight so where what time would she have to go to school that's kind of fucking bananas so I'm just like P Nation is like got her back unlike some companies um but it's just like it's wild and like we may not have like the cultural context of the situation but from the outside looking in it's just a lot of uh it's a lot of people taking advantage of a situation but also at what point is it it happened as a child you are like 30 something now get the fuck over it I mean just as someone that's had traumatic experiences like that I get that it can like stick with you but to hold it for that long is a problem and to resent the other person who is also a child it's just it does no good and really I'm like afraid of people wanting revenge because they see these kids becoming celebrities you know what I mean it's it's a tough thing because as a victim of bullying I want to believe other people that experienced it but at the same time I'm like so concerned about people that make false claims to make it more intense and I mean that happened with Chu's um, accuser there was an update where that you know Amber mentioned that they were like we remembered it wrong blah 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 like that's concerning and I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't like any of this in any and then, way. And then there goes those people who are just outwardly, they just don't like this person so that they they come up with things just to ruin a person's reputation. Just because on the face, like, like you know, take it simple, like, I don't like this person's face. I don't like seeing them. So I'm going to make it my mission to hurt this person somehow. And that's where it's like, come on, what did they do to you? But I do think it it's important to, you know, know mm-hmm. that none of us have the cultural context either yeah. because we didn't go to school in Korea. We don't know, like we see, you know, stuff in K-dramas, but you know, how much of that is actually dramatized and how much of that is true. So just like, it's a thing, it's another cultural thing that we can't all know completely because we aren't immersed in it. So, I mean, you know, we only have the knowledge that we have. My thing is, um, with all of these cases coming out, could it be a discussion on the lack of go back to like the lack of like mental health education and support? Because if these people like in Hannah's case, like how old is Hannah? And this person has been holding this grudge since they were in fifth grade. I mean, true. Um, because like you can get over a traumatic experience without 
holding resentment for the person that caused caused you to have that experience so right because like also like I think we've all mentioned that but like we've had like the bullying and ostracizing issues itself like you've got to be a certain type of person that you're still holding these things like grudges against your childhood bullies like you got to be a certain type of person to not think people can't change and that's where the concern is for me it's that like you know we all do stupid shit and at what point do you get the death penalty for a parking ticket you know right and that's what it feels like a lot of things are happening like um Hyunjin and Mingyu have been pulled from all of their promotions um and all of their projects like Stray Kids lost their Clio brand ambassadorship because of the whole situation um 17 isn't airing going 17 right now and we haven't heard much from them um and there's just like constant things coming out left and right. I don't know, man. I feel like we're going to get backlash for saying the things that we've said. I was like, oh, damn it. Part of these thinking is like, should I have said that? Uh-oh. And I think it's kind of sad that we have to think that as well. It says a lot about where we are. Yeah. At this point, I'm just, yes, we said that. We've mentioned several times we don't have cultural context to understand it fully, but as people who do consume the media and interact with it in less than just a... We interact with the content created for fans more than just a casual fan basis. We are entitled to our opinions of the situation. And with K-pop being a global global production these days, it's okay for us to state our opinions. Because opinions are like assholes and everyone has one. Yeah, the internet's not a big fan of that these days, though. But, you know. Do we have uh, anything else? There was another topic you wanted to talk about, wasn't there, Amber? Um, The German guy? You could do the German guy. That's a fun one. The, uh, yeah, that was like, whoa. And then we can talk about the most recent one that was, like, literally happened the weekend of recording this episode. Um, what happened so now? For those who don't know, the German radio host guy, he went on a racist tyrant about bts and like south korea and then he goes i'm not racist i have a korean car that's like that's like someone that's like a a white person in america saying i'm not racist i have a black friend like what oh my god wait i need to find his statement what did he say exactly or like wasn't it also like about like because i did see the timeline blow up about this it's just like it wasn't it like the statement had something similar or like obviously Roxy's trying to find her right now um like something along the lines of like he didn't mean it in that way he's not a racist he's just stating his opinion right but opinions and racism are do not go hand in hand right but I want to know what exactly he said where is that like where's the actual clip of it I found like a synopsis from Box. Um, this came out right around the time BTS covered Coldplay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember this, yes. And he blasted him. They said he compared BTS to the COVID-19 virus, describing them as some crappy virus that hopefully there will be a vaccine for soon as well. Then he also said these little assholes brag about the fact they covered Fix You from Coldplay. This is blasphemy. He said, for this, for you, we'll be vacationing in North Korea for the next 20 years. He said, my comments were not named at South Korea. You can't accuse me of xenophobia. I have a car from South Korea. I have the coolest car ever. I just... I hate humans. And it's, uh, come on. I, like, I get that people get annoyed by how big BTS is, but, like, can you not be racist about it? Just let, just let it, let it be. Like, get annoyed and live your life, but don't make it about the fact that they're Asian, that they're Korean, for God's sake. It's so annoying. 
And it's just like Coldplay has no problem with them covering it because if you noticed or if you were following them on social media, they were praising BTS for the fact that they covered their song. And Fix You is such an iconic song from Coldplay. So it's just like, I mean, if the, if they're not your lane, if that's not what you like, all you need to do is press the mute button. Like you don't have to interact with it. You don't. I feel like a lot of fans need to learn that as well. That also, like you only give people more power when you start screaming about them on social media. Like in marketing, there is this idea or in publicity that there is no such thing as bad press. So even if you're out there screaming, yelling about how terrible this person is, they're still getting attention. The only way that you get rid of something you don't like it's to not give it any attention exactly but i add on that too and it's like going picking back off that it's like yes like the more you don't interact the more the less attention it's gonna get but when you're outwardly also saying like stop clicking on this and replying to every single tweet that has interacted with it you're interacting with it so it's kind of counterintuitive to what you want to do you know, have you seen that happen on the timeline? Because I know I have. It's so dumb. I mean, when we say don't interact, we mean completely, as in just don't touch it. Like, walk it's away. It's called close the app and do something else. Or, like, don't, like, publicly reply to it. D- like, if the person has their DMs open or their messages open, shoot them a private message saying, hey, listen, this happened. Let's not interact with it. Let's not engage. And that way it drives the traffic away from it. 100%. It's it's just dumb. The whole situation is dumb. And it, like, it adds on the fact that like there's been like an increase of like Asian crime against Asian the Asian community, especially the elders in the Asian community, which I think is fucked up because we all know if they went after the, um, the youngins, no one would be standing. I don't know. I, I know people are just like mad that there's a pandemic, but I wish you would, everybody would stop taking it out on other people. I mean, is that too much to ask, really? Go touch the grass. Go breathe some air. Get some sunlight. We are all plants. We need to photosynthesize and relax. Just wear a mask while you're doing it. And the last topic of what the fuck is happening in K-pop is let's just discuss everything that's going on about Wanho because my timeline has been talking about the band for the last couple days. And he... It got worse after Monster X had their fan meeting this weekend. So let's first talk about the big hoopla people were having. There were actual people having a fit over one whole post and thirsty shit on his Instagram. Man's just needs to open an OnlyFans, okay? Just open the OnlyFans. He's a grown man. Let him post what he wants. No, but the thing is, though, he posted a thirst trap and then the comment was, please go look at my music video. Yeah, that's uh, okay. But so like the talk was that Highline ain't doing shit these days. And like, I can kind of see that because I'm not seeing him all over my timeline anymore from Highline. Like, I just found out he was having an online concert soon. And I'm just like, why did I just now see this? Now let's talk about today because this will ruffle all of our feathers very well. So mom babies will know that as of this weekend, it's March 8th as we're recording this. And Monster X had their online fan meeting. They did a history synopsis of 
the creation of Monster X. They l- deliberately cut Wanho from everything. They're trying to erase him from Monster X's history. Let's discuss that. You know, I feel like it's kind of a common practice, or it has been in the past, for when, you know, a member leaves a group, they do everything they can to erase the existence of that member. I, I mean, my, an example I'm thinking of, at least... Like, oh, when JYP scrubbed Wujin from existence, yeah, nobody was mad about that though (laughs) because everybody thought he was pretty shitty, so they didn't really care about that. But I was thinking, like, Pentagon, um, just because you know they kept doing their thing after Cube made Edon leave, but Cube is is Cube. Um, so I'm not like super involved with their fandom or anything. So I don't know, you know, if they did what you're saying Starship did with Monster X, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's fairly common. It's fairly common to do that. But Wanho was under the same fucking company umbrella. Come on. Yeah. Like he's un- in the sub label for Starship. Normally they do that because of like image rights, but he's under the Starship umbrella. So what the fuck is going on, Starship? And it's just like, you you got music videos, physical albums with him already in it. You can't erase that. Well, Are you going to make them re-record their discography? Is that what you're going to do, Starship? I think that the interesting case about this one is like, Wanho is not disgraced. Do you know what I mean? So like in the Stray Kids example, when Wujin left the group, he was disgraced. Whether or not he still is, is up for debate, depending on who you ask. But when Wanho left, nobody wanted it. I don't know a single person that was like, this is the best, you know, decision for the group. So everybody is still very attached to him. And most people that are standing Monster X stand Wanho as a soloist. They intertwine quite a bit. So the fact that they're using a standard practice to get rid of a quote-unquote disgraced member, uh, it's not going to fly. It's just not. I have a theory, and it might be a semi-popular theory, I would think. I think, because um, Monster X, they debuted what, 2015? 2014? When did they debut? 2015. Um, it's 2021. I think Monster X might be seven again in 2022 when their contracts end with Starship. Oh, you think they're going to pull a highlight? Maybe. We've said that a lot, but nobody else has done it. Well, God 7 left as 7. Yeah, God 7 did leave as 7. They're just not under the same label as of right now. But I wait, I think they're all like, or at least God 7's under Universal now? Yeah. Or something like that? Yes. They're, they're, uh, the one song Encore was released, wasn't it Warner Music Korea that did that? Yes, Warner Music Korea, not Universal. Sorry, excuse me, my bad. Yeah, so, but nobody has confirmed or denied whether they have, like, that As name. a group. Yeah. Right. Right, because they've all sort of scattered a little bit. Which, shout out to Bam Bam. We all knew the rumors of him going to Sunmi's company, but it's glad to know that it's official. Um, Just like the whole thing. I think that, honestly, because we know, we know those boys hang out behind the scenes. There's no fucking lying about it. I just find it interesting that Starship thinks that they can use the same method that is used for bad, bad things when, I mean, they should be aware that it's not the same here and it never has been. It won't ever be the same either because like fans wanted him to go back and Wanho left so he didn't damage the group during the situation. Like Monta X didn't want him to leave. They're like, let's weather the storm together. No, he left himself because he didn't want, they were right in the middle of promotions. Yeah, I'm still kind of bitter about that. I kind of wish he had swallowed his pride on that and stayed with them. But we all know about Korea and saving face. He yeah, to save the group. of course. Which is like, I mean, I get it too. Like in his own right, like 
you know, he just didn't want to hurt any of the members. So he's just like, let me shoulder it all by myself, which I commend, you know, it, it takes a type of person to do that and to an extent to be like, you know, let me write it out by myself because I care about these people and I don't want to bring them down further. But it will be interesting to see what kind of backlash we get from that because I don't think anybody's happy with Starship. So the more that they do to dig their own grave, it'll be entertaining to watch. I think though, like the whole thing with Wanho, because we all know real, real gangsters move in silence. So he had to go off the grid to handle his business and then come back stronger than ever. And so I think once... Once all of Monster X finishes their contracts, I definitely do not think that they're going to go back to Starship. I think we'll get a reunion of Seven somewhere. Do we have any final thoughts on the nonsense that has been the last two weeks in K-pop? I mean, I like to be honest, like I feel like the storm is not going to be slowing down anytime soon, in my opinion. We're there's going to probably be a lot more that is going to come out and it's just going to be a storm that we all have to ride together and I hope for any of the situations that are going on truth comes out and the truth will prevail I really hope so that's all I can hope for and that you know we can only hope for the best I'm like too old for this so I don't have the mind to pay attention I'm like so I'm tired all the time. So every time like new drama starts, I'm like, can we just go to sleep? I don't want to deal with this. Um, I do want to just put it out there that uh, all of us are of the same mind that if these issues are damaging and hurtful, um, that things are handled in a way that's good for the the bullying survivors um, and that things are like the consequences fit the actions without damaging parties. Like, we don't want people to get away with doing things, but we also don't want innocent people being blamed for things or shouldering things just to make sure people look good. Um, and also want to remind the youngins, this is a lot. This is a lot. It's okay to step away, turn off Twitter, get off social media. You'll be okay. Social media break, I think, is very important for mental health. <laughs> and I, I hope people remember that. Especially like we're in a time right now where, you know, a lot of people are just isolated and like talking to people over social media is like one of the one things where we can feel like that sense of normalcy but at the same time you do need to take that break you need to just log off for a while and just be like you know although we can't go out like we normally want to it it is good to get some fresh air it is like go for a walk do something other than consuming media that makes you happy whether it's picking up another book or doing another project at home. Or even um, there was something that somebody said to me not too long ago, like we, we're here. If you just take that time out to even just clean up or declutter something out of your house or your room, it you'll feel a lot more lighter and better about just your overall self. So give yourself that break. It's fine. And with that being said, I think, uh, it's time for us to get out of here, yeah? Yep. Yeah, it's been a lot. I, I, let's just hope the new week brings some joy. Yeah, do something you love today, or today, or this week. End it on a positive note, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know we just said to stay off social media and everything, but you can keep up with all of your news on our social media accounts. <laughs> 
um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Craze Magazine. Be sure to check us out there. And our website is always up to date with new comebacks and new information. So uh, be sure to give the Craze Cast a rating and a review on your favorite streaming platform as well. So this has been the Craze Cast, and we will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.